Hello and welcome to this podcast. This is Dr. Kenny Akins, the 3D woman. And the title of this podcast is Break Forth. This is a podcast of admonition to someone who feels discouraged, challenged, who is in despair, someone who has tried all they can, but it seems as if the answers aren't coming. You are so much discouraged, you are so much challenged, you are blinded by the challenges and the things that is around you, that you are wondering whether God is still interested in your case or whether there is hope or future for you. This podcast is inspired by my one of my daily devotional and I'm going to be reading from the book of Isaiah chapter 54. Very interesting metaphor that the scripture used to describe someone who has tried without any hope someone who has travelled, someone who has given their best and yet it seems as if life is getting tough by the day. So I'd like to read, but I'd like to read that Isaiah 54 from the NLT version. And I'd like to uh, explain what the scripture is saying there. The Bible says, Sing, O childless woman, you who have never given birth, Break into loud and joyful song, O Jerusalem, you who have never been in labor. For the desolate woman now has more children than the woman who lives with her husband, saith the Lord. Now, before I go on reading that scripture, I would like to explain this first verse. This first verse is showing us typically of someone who has tried and tried and tried. It's as if the more you are trying to do things, the more you are sinking. And God is saying here in the scriptures, in his word, that whatever situation you think you are going through, he is still very much in the center of your life. He says, sing, O childless woman. You who have never given birth, break into loud and joyful song, O Jerusalem. You who have never been in labor, you are childless you have no proof i'm not saying physically childless i'm saying you have no proof you have no evidence of the things that you desire you you have tried and tried and nothing seems to be working you have prayed and it looks as if nothing is still happening the bible says you are childless you have nothing to show for it but god is saying here that you should sing you should break forth you should Come out of your pity party and enter into a newness of him. He says, break into loud and joyful song. You who have never been in labor. Is it not a woman who is pregnant, who is going to actually experience labor pangs? He says, now listen, for that woman who has taken her eyes of her pain and taken her eyes of her challenges and is gazed on God, he says, your story will be like that woman who is desolate who now has more children 
that the woman who lives with her husband. Can you admit, can you admit that? God is saying that if you can take your eyes away for a moment from the things that you 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 count as as a major a major thing in your life, yes, those things that God knows about them. But the moment you start focusing on those your challenges and you are not looking up. Your story will remain the same, but you can be like that woman who is not with husband, but she yet she has everything to show for it. And this this podcast is addressing the fact that even when you think that all is lost with God, you can still be restored. You can still find your identity like that woman who seems desolate, yet she has more. You are looking at your life and you are seeing people who you are wondering, these people, they don't have much, but they look happy. These people, is not saying they have all the millions in their account, but yet they are, they have, they have this joy that comes from within. Look at what the scripture is saying here, Isaiah 54. It says, enlarge, verse 2, enlarge the place of your tent and let them stretch forth the curtains of thine habitations. Spare not, lengthen thy cuts and strengthen thy stakes, for you will break forth on the right hand and on the left, and your seed shall inherit the Gentiles and make the desolate cities to be inhabited. Fear not, for thou shalt not be ashamed, neither shalt thou be confounded, for thou shalt not be put to shame. You will forget the shame of your youth, and you will not remember the reproach of thy widowhood anymore. There are a lot of people out there, they are experiencing some form of widowhood. Even a widower, a man who has lost his wife, the Bible is saying here that he will take away your shame. And you can also be a woman, you are in a, you are in your marriage, but it looks as if nothing is working. God says, fear not, you will not be ashamed. Now listen, look at verse 5, it says, for your maker is your husband. The focus is on God. The moment you take your eyes away from that thing that is like a pain and you look up, God will come to your rescue because many of us have already idolized the things we desire. Yes, the scripture says that He will grant us the heart desires. You have taken your eyes away from God and you've idolized those things. My husband is not doing this. My wife is not doing this. My business is not working. My children are not this. Recently, I had a challenge. And this thing more like put me in a corner. I was in a straight between two. I didn't know what to do. I was challenged. I was overwhelmed by some of these things. And you know what I did? I just took those things literally. I laid them on the altar. And I looked up and I said, Lord, do you have any need? Do you have any desire? Do you have anything you want me to do for you? Because right now I can't even help myself. And if I cannot help myself, then I can go out out there and, and help others. If I can't help others, I can help you. Do you have any message you want to send me? I took my eyes off it. It was later... I mean, a few days later, that the Lord opened my eyes to me to make me realize that the devil had exaggerated that situation. And that's what the devil does most times. The moment he can take your eyes away from your pain, and the moment he can take your eyes away from God and make you focus on that thing, he will magnify that thing. 
The situation wasn't even as bad as I thought, but it had to take the Lord to open my eyes. And within two, three days, the situation was resolved. In fact, I was, I was wowed. God is saying, I am your husband. Take your eyes away from that pain. Take your eyes away from that marriage. Take your eyes away from that business. Take your eyes away from that health issue. Take your eyes away from what is overwhelming you. Stay focused on me. He says, the Lord of hosts is his name. The Lord of hosts is his name. The only one of Israel, the God of the whole earth, shall he be called. For the Lord has called you as a woman forsaken and grieved in spirit. And a wife of youth, when you were refused, said the Lord. See, this God is so amazing. God does not, he doesn't call the qualified. He, call, he, he, he calls you and then he qualifies you. Do you hear that? Did you see that? He calls you and then he qualifies you. God is saying that he has called you as a woman forsaken. He has called you as a man forsaken. He has called you as a child forsaken. You are grieved in your spirit. You are down. You are at your low help. You are discouraged. You are out. You are, you are burnt out. You are, you, are, you are angry. You are sad. You are displeased. And God is still saying, come. He says, when you were refused, when men refused you, he said, come. When men rejected you, he said, come. When you got disappointed at your workplace, God said, come, I'm calling you. He said, for a small moment, that's verse 7, Isaiah 54, 7. For a small moment have I forsaken you, but with great mercies will I gather you. Most times I realize that when we, it looks as if we are alone, we are lonely, we are tired, we are by ourselves. If only we can look up in, in unto God and stay focused on him. The level of love that we will get when we enter into that embrace is mind-blowing. I don't know how to explain it. The only thing I know is God's arms of love are continually open wide. If men reject you and you run into those arms, you will find safety. Verse 8, in a little wrath, I hid myself from thee for a moment, but with everlasting kindness will I have mercy on you, saith the Lord. The reason why you are thinking you are all by yourself and you are lonely right now is because you think God's, God has hidden his face from you. But God is saying, with everlasting kindness, I will draw you to myself. For this is as the waters of Noah unto me. For as I have sown that the waters of Noah shall no more go over the earth, so have I sown that I will not be wrought with you nor rebuke you. For the mountains shall depart, the hills shall be removed, but my kindness, my love will not depart from thee. Neither shall the covenant of my peace be removed, saith the Lord that hath mercy on you. There is a covenant of peace that you will enjoy in the midst of storm. If you don't run into that embrace, you can't find it. That covenant is in place. All you need to do is just to go in there and take it. The Lord told me recently that whatever you label a problem remains a problem. When we go into stores or supermarkets, we find items and there are price tags on them. If they put a thousand dollars on something or they put one dollar on something, it is the price you call that is on it that you will have to buy it. What price, what tag have you placed on your challenge that is making you feel overwhelmed? If you put place a price tag of just one dollar on that thing, that problem remains a one dollar problem. The moment you place a one thousand dollar tag on it, then it becomes overwhelming for you. God is saying, My covenant of peace is with you. 
Oh, thou afflicted, verse 11, tossed and tempest and, co- and not comforted. Behold, I will lay thy stones with fair colors. That's the promise of God. And lay your foundations with sapphire. I will bring back your glory. I will make your windows of our gates and your gates of carbon coats and all your borders of pleasant stones. If you place a $1 tag on it, then you will begin to unveil and unfold right before your very eyes the promises and the blessings that God has for you. He even says, and all your children shall be taught of the Lord and great shall be their peace. I know that there are people who are listening to this podcast. Your desires that your children should do in life. This is a promise over your children. God is the one that will teach them and direct them in the way that they should go. In righteousness, you will be established. You will be far from oppression. No one has a right to oppress you. No one has a right to make you feel less of yourself. For thou shalt not fear from the terror, for it shall not come near thee. Behold, they shall surely gather, but not by me. Whosoever shall gather against thee shall fall for your sake. I have created the smith that bloweth in the, the coals in the fire, and that bringeth forth an instrument for his work. And I have created the waster to destroy. Verse 17. No weapon formed against thee shall prosper. No challenge, no difficulty, no inferiority complex. No one is, has a right to make you feel less of yourself. No one has a right to make you feel embarrassed. No one has a right to disqualify you because God says no weapon formed against you shall prosper. No imagination of any person. No, 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 um, no, no mindset from any person is making is, is meant to make you feel less of yourself. The moment you allow anyone make you feel less of yourself, you can't come in into these promises. The Bible says that every tongue shall that rise against you, you in judgment, thou shalt condemn. You can condemn it. You can reject it. If someone speaks negativity to you, you can reject it and say, you know what? That is not my portion. That is not my label. That is not my price tag. The Bible says this is the heritage of the servants of God and their righteousness is of me. This is your inheritance. This is a legacy that God has placed for, for over your life. But the devil will make you ignorant. The moment he can take your eyes away from God and magnify that problem and take advantage, advantage of your ignorance to magnify and exaggerate it, then you will walk in that light. But if you take your eyes off those things and you stay focused, you will just enter into God's inheritance. You will enter into your heritage. You will enter into a lineage of peace. You will enter into a covenant of peace with God. And that will be your portion. I don't know who has been blessed by this podcast, but this is what God is saying. Go and sing. If you are barren, if you are not, if you have not been able to break forth, break forth into singing. Let the Lord be your guide. Let the Lord be your focus. Let the Lord be your portion because that is the inheritance he has in store for you. Thank you for listening to this podcast. I, I hope you were able to get one or two things from it. Till I see you again in the next podcast, remain on top and go forth and break forth as the Lord has ordained. Bye-bye. And welcome to this podcast. This is Dr. Kenny Akins, the 3D woman. And the title of this podcast is Break Forth. This is a podcast of admonition to someone who feels discouraged, challenged, 
who is in despair someone who has tried all they can but it seems as if the answers aren't coming you are so much discouraged you are so much challenged you are blinded by the challenges and the things that is around you that you are wondering whether God is still interested in your case or whether there is hope or future for you this podcast is inspired by my one of my daily devotional and I'm going to be reading from the book of Isaiah chapter 54 very interesting metaphor that the scripture used to describe someone who has tried without any hope someone who has travelled someone who has given their best and yet it seems as if life is getting tough by the day so I'd like to read but I would like to read that Isaiah 54 from the NLT version and I'd like to uh, explain what the scripture is saying there the Bible says sing O childless woman you who have never given birth break into loud and joyful song O Jerusalem you who have never been in labor for the desolate woman now has more children than the woman who lives with her husband says the Lord now before I go on reading that scripture I would like to explain this first verse this first verse is showing us typically of someone who has tried and tried and tried it's as if the more you are trying to do things the more you are sinking and God is saying here in the scriptures in his word that whatever situation you think you are going through he is still very much in the center of your life. He says, Sing, O childless woman, you who have never given birth, break into loud and joyful song, O Jerusalem. You who have never been in labor, you are childless. You have no proof. I'm not saying physically childless. I'm saying you have no proof. You have no evidence of the things that you desire. You, you have tried and tried and nothing seems to be working. You have prayed and it looks as if nothing is still happening. The Bible says you are childless. You have nothing to show for it. But God is saying here that you should sing. You should break forth. You should come out of your pity party and enter into a newness of him. It says break into loud and joyful song. You who have never been in labor. Is it not a woman who is pregnant who is going to actually experience labor pangs? He says, now listen, for that woman who has taken her eyes of her pain and taken her eyes of her challenges and is gazed on God, he says, your story will be like that woman who is desolate, who now has more children than the woman who lives with her husband. Can you admit, can you admit that? God is saying that if you can take your eyes away for a moment from the things that you 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 count as as a major a major thing in your life, yes, those things that God knows about them. But the moment you start focusing on those your challenges and you are not looking up, 
your story will remain the same but you can be like that woman who is not with husband but she yet she has everything to show for it and this this podcast is addressing the fact that even when you think that all is lost with god you can still be restored you can still find your identity like that woman who seems desolate yet she has more you are looking at your life and you are seeing people who you are wondering these people they don't have much but they look happy these people is not saying they have all the millions in their account but yet they are they have they have this joy that comes from within Look at what the scripture is saying here, Isaiah 54. It says, Enlarge, verse 2, enlarge the place of your tent and let them stretch forth the curtains of thine habitations. Spare not, lengthen thy cuts and strengthen thy stakes, for you will break forth on the right hand and on the left, and your seed shall inherit the Gentiles and make the desolate cities to be inhabited. Fear not, for thou shalt not be ashamed. Neither shall thou be confounded, for thou shalt not be put to shame. You will forget the shame of your youth, and you will not remember the reproach of thy widowhood anymore. There are a lot of people out there, they are experiencing some form of widowhood. Even a widower, a man who has lost his wife, the Bible is saying here that he will take away your shame. And you can also be a woman. You are in a, you are in your marriage, but it looks as if nothing is working. God says, fear not, you will not be ashamed. Now listen, look at verse 5. It says, for your maker is your husband. The focus is on God. The moment you take your eyes away from that thing that is like a pain, and you look up, God will come to your rescue. Because many of us have already idolized the things we desire. Yes, the scripture says that you will grant us that heart desires. You have taken your eyes away from God and you've idolized those things. My husband is not doing this. My wife is not doing this. My business is not working. My children are not this. Recently, I had a challenge. And this thing more like put me in a corner. I was in a straight between two. I didn't know what to do. I was challenged. I was overwhelmed by some of these things. And you know what I did? I just took those things literally. I laid them on the altar. And I looked up and I said, Lord, do you have any need? Do you have any desire? Do you have anything you want me to do for you? Because right now I can't even help myself. And if I cannot help myself, then I can go out out there and, and help others. If I can't help others, I can help you. Do you have any message you want to send me? I took my eyes off it. It was later... I mean, a few days later, that the Lord opened my eyes to me to make me realize that the devil had exaggerated that situation. And that's what the devil does most times. The moment he can take your eyes away from your pain and the moment he can take your eyes away from God and make you focus on that thing, he will magnify that thing. The situation wasn't even as bad as I thought, but it had to take the Lord to open my eyes. And within two, three days, the situation was resolved. In fact, I was I was wowed. God is saying, I am your husband. Take your eyes away from that pain. Take your eyes away from that marriage. Take your eyes away from that business. Take your eyes away from that health issue. Take your eyes away from what is overwhelming you. Stay focused on me. He says, the Lord of hosts is his name. The Lord of hosts is his name. The only one of Israel, the God of the whole earth, shall he be called. For the Lord has called you as a woman forsaken and grieved in spirit. And a wife of youth, when you were refused, said the Lord. See, this God is so amazing. God does not, he doesn't call the qualified. 
he calls he, he, he calls you and then he qualifies you do you hear that did you see that he calls you and then he qualifies you god is saying that he has called you as a woman forsaken he has called you as a man forsaken he has called you as a child forsaken you are grieved in your spirit you are down you are at your low help you are discouraged you are out you are, you are burnt out you are, you are you are angry you are sad you are displeased and god is still saying come he says when you were refused when men refused you he said come when men rejected you he said come when you got disappointed at your workplace god said come i'm calling you he said for a small moment that's verse 7 isaiah 54 7 for a small moment have i forsaken you but with great mercies will i gather you most times i realize that when we it looks as if we are alone we are lonely we are tired we are by ourselves if only we can look up in, in unto god and stay focused on him the level of love that we will get when we enter into that embrace is mind-blowing i don't know how to explain it the only thing i know is god's arms of love are continually open wide if men reject you and you run into those arms you will find safety verse 8 in a little wrath i hid myself from thee for a moment but with everlasting kindness will i have mercy on you said the lord the reason why you are thinking you are all by yourself and you are lonely right now is because you think god god has hidden his face from you but god is saying with everlasting kindness i will draw you to myself for this is as the waters of Noah unto me. For as I have sown that the waters of Noah shall no more go over the earth, so have I sown that I will not be wrought with you nor rebuke you. For the mountains shall depart, the hills shall be removed, but my kindness, my love will not depart from thee. Neither shall the covenant of my peace be removed, saith the Lord that hath mercy on you. There is a covenant of peace that you will enjoy in the midst of storm. If you don't run into that embrace, you can't find it. That covenant is in place. All you need to do is just to go in, in there and take it. The Lord told me recently that whatever you label a problem remains a problem. When we go in into stores or supermarkets, we find items and there are price tags on them. If they put a thousand dollars on something or they put one dollar on something, it is the price you call that is on it that you will have to buy it. What price, what tag have you placed on your challenge that is making you feel overwhelmed? If you put place a price tag of just one dollar on that thing, that problem remains a one dollar problem. The moment you place a one thousand dollar tag on it, then it becomes overwhelmed for you. God is saying my covenant of peace is with you. O thou afflicted, verse 11, tossed and tempest and, co- and not comforted. Behold, I will lay thy stones with fair colors. That's the promise of God. And lay your foundations with sapphire. I will bring back your glory. I will make your windows of our gates and your gates of carbon coats and all your borders of pleasant stones. If you place a $1 tag on it, then you will begin to unveil and unfold right before your very eyes the promises and the blessings that God has for you. He even says, and all your children shall be taught of the Lord and great shall be their peace. I know that there are people who are listening to this podcast. Your desires that your children should do in life. This is a promise over your children. God is the one that will teach them and direct them in the way that they should go. In righteousness, you will be established. You will be far from oppression. No one has a right to oppress you. No one has a right to make you feel less of yourself. For thou shalt not fear. 
from the terror, for it shall not come near thee. Behold, they shall surely gather, but not by me. Whosoever shall gather against thee shall fall for your sake. I have created the smith that bloweth in the, the coals in the fire, and that bringeth forth an instrument for his work. And I have created the waster to destroy. Verse 17. No weapon formed against thee shall prosper. No challenge, no difficulty, no inferiority complex. No one is, has a right to make you feel less of yourself. No one has a right to make you feel embarrassed. No one has a right to disqualify you because God says no weapon formed against you shall prosper. No imagination of any person. No, 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 um, no, no mindset from any person is making is, is meant to make you feel less of yourself. The moment you allow anyone make you feel less of yourself, you can't come in into these promises. The Bible says that every tongue shall that rise against you, you in judgment, thou shalt condemn. You can condemn it. You can reject it. If someone speaks negativity to you, you can reject it and say, you know what? That is not my portion. That is not my label. That is not my price tag. The Bible says this is the heritage of the servants of God and their righteousness is of me. This is your inheritance. This is a legacy that God has placed for, for over your life. But the devil will make you ignorant. The moment he can take your eyes away from God and magnify that problem and take advantage, advantage of your ignorance to magnify and exaggerate it, then you will walk in that light. But if you take your eyes off those things and you stay focused, you will just enter into God's inheritance. You will enter into your heritage. You will enter into a lineage of peace. You will enter into a covenant of peace with God. And that will be your portion. I don't know who has been blessed by this podcast, but this is what God is saying. Go and sing. If you are barren, if you are not, if you have not been able to break forth, break forth into singing. Let the Lord be your guide. Let the Lord be your focus. Let the Lord be your portion because that is the inheritance he has in store for you. Thank you for listening to this podcast. I, w- I hope you were able to get one or two things from it. Till I see you again in the next podcast, remain on top and go forth and break forth as the Lord has ordained. Bye-bye. And welcome to this podcast. This is Dr. Kenny Akins, the 3D woman. And the title of this podcast is Break Forth. This is a podcast of admonition to someone who feels discouraged, challenged, who is in despair someone who has tried all they can but it seems as if the answers aren't coming you are so much discouraged you are so much challenged you are blinded by the challenges and the things that is around you that you are wondering whether God is still interested in your case or whether there is hope or future for you this podcast is inspired by my one of my daily devotional and I'm going to be reading from the book of Isaiah chapter 54 very interesting metaphor that the scripture use to describe someone 
who has tried without any hope someone who has traveled someone who has given their best and yet it seems as if life is getting tough by the day so i'd like to read but i would like to read that isaiah 54 from the nlt version and i'd like to uh, explain what the scripture is saying there the bible says sing O childless woman you who have never given birth Break into loud and joyful song, O Jerusalem, you who have never been in labor. For the desolate woman now has more children than the woman who lives with her husband, saith the Lord. Now, before I go on reading that scripture, I would like to explain this first verse. This first verse is showing us typically of someone who has tried and tried and tried. It's as if the more you are trying to do things, the more you are sinking. And God is saying here in the scriptures, in his word, that whatever situation you think you are going through, he is still very much in the center of your life. He says, sing, O childless woman. You who have never given birth, break into loud and joyful song, O Jerusalem. You who have never been in labor, you are childless you have no proof i'm not saying physically childless i'm saying you have no proof you have no evidence of the things that you desire you you have tried and tried and nothing seems to be working you have prayed and it looks as if nothing is still happening the bible says you are childless you have nothing to show for it but god is saying here that you should sing you should break forth you should Come out of your pity party and enter into a newness of him. It says, break into loud and joyful song. You who have never been in labor. Is it not a woman who is pregnant, who is going to actually experience labor pangs? It says, now listen, for that woman who has taken her eyes of her pain and taken her eyes of her challenges and is gazed on God, it says, your story will be like that woman who is desolate who now has more children than the woman who lives with her husband can you be can you be that god is saying that if you can take your eyes away for a moment from the things that you 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 count as as a major a major thing in your life yes those things that god knows about them but the moment you start focusing on those your challenges and you are not looking up the story will remain the same, but you can be like that woman who is not with husband, but she yet she has everything to show for it. And this this podcast is addressing the fact that even when you think that all is lost with God, you can still be restored. You can still find your identity like that woman who seems desolate, yet she has more. You are looking at your life and you are seeing people who you are wondering, these people, they don't have much, but they look happy. These people, is not saying they have all the millions in their account, but yet they are, they have, they have this joy that comes from within. 
Look at what the scripture is saying here, Isaiah 54. It says, enlarge, verse 2, enlarge the place of your tent and let them stretch forth the curtains of thine habitations. Spear not, lengthen thy cuts and strengthen thy stakes, for you will break forth on the right hand and on the left, and your seed shall inherit the Gentiles and make the desolate cities to be inhabited. Fear not, for thou shalt not be ashamed, neither shalt thou be confounded, for thou shalt not be put to shame. You will forget the shame of your youth, and you will not remember the reproach of thy widowhood anymore. There are a lot of people out there, they are experiencing some form of widowhood. Even a widower, a man who has lost his wife, the Bible is saying here that he will take away your shame. And you can also be a woman. You are in a, you are in your marriage, but it looks as if nothing is working. God says, fear not, you will not be ashamed. Now listen, look at verse 5. It says, for your maker is your husband. The focus is on God. The moment you take your eyes away from that thing that is like a pain and you look up, God will come to your rescue because many of us have already idolized the things we desire. Yes, the scripture says that he will grant us the heart desires. You have taken your eyes away from God and you've idolized those things. My husband is not doing this. My wife is not doing this. My business is not working. My children are not this. Recently, I had a challenge. And this thing more like put me in a corner. I was in a straight betwixt. I didn't know what to do. I was challenged. I was overwhelmed by some of these things. And you know what I did? I just took those things literally. I laid them on the altar. And I looked up and I said, Lord, do you have any need? Do you have any desire? Do you have anything you want me to do for you? Because right now I can't even help myself. And if I cannot help myself, then I can go out out there and, and help others. If I can't help others, I can help you. Do you have any message you want to send me? I took my eyes off it. It was later... I mean, a few days later, that the Lord opened my eyes to me to make me realize that the devil had exaggerated that situation. And that's what the devil does most times. The moment he can take your eyes away from your pain, and the moment he can take your eyes away from God and make you focus on that thing, he will magnify that thing. The situation wasn't even as bad as I thought, but it had to take the Lord to open my eyes. And within two, three days, the situation was resolved. In fact, I was, I was wowed. God is saying, I am your husband. Take your eyes away from that pain. Take your eyes away from that marriage. Take your eyes away from that business. Take your eyes away from that health issue. Take your eyes away from what is overwhelming you. Stay focused on me. He says, the Lord of hosts is his name. The Lord of hosts is his name. The only one of Israel, the God of the whole earth, shall he be called. For the Lord has called you as a woman forsaken and grieved in spirit, and a wife of youth, when you were refused, said the Lord. See, this God is so amazing. God does not, he doesn't call the qualify. He, call, he, he, he calls you and then he qualifies you. Do you hear that? Did you see that? He calls you and then he qualifies you. God is saying that he has called you as a woman forsaken. He has called you as a man forsaken. He has called you as a child forsaken. You are grieved in your spirit. You are down. You are at your low help. You are discouraged. You are out. You are, you are burnt out. You are, you, are, you are angry. You are sad. You are displeased. And God is still saying, come. He says, when you were refused, when men refused you, he said, come. When men rejected you, he said, come. 
when you got disappointed at your workplace God said come I'm calling you he said for a small moment that's verse 7 Isaiah 54 7 for a small moment have I forsaken you but with great mercies will I gather you most times I realize that when we it looks as if we are alone we are lonely we are tired we are by ourselves if only we can look up in, in unto God and stay focused on him the level of love that we will get when we enter into that embrace is mind-blowing I don't know how to explain it the only thing I know is God's arms of love are continually open wide if men reject you and you run into those arms you will find safety verse 8 in a little wrath I hid myself from thee for a moment but with everlasting kindness will I have mercy on you said the Lord the reason why you are thinking you are all by yourself and you are lonely right now is because you think God's God has hidden his face from you but God is saying with everlasting kindness I will draw you to myself for this is as the waters of Noah unto me. For as I have sown that the waters of Noah shall no more go over the earth, so have I sown that I will not be wrought with you nor rebuke you. For the mountains shall depart, the hills shall be removed, but my kindness, my love will not depart from thee. Neither shall the covenant of my peace be removed, saith the Lord that hath mercy on you. There is a covenant of peace that you will enjoy in the midst of storm. If you don't run into that embrace, you can't find it. That covenant is in place. All you need to do is just to go in there and take it. The Lord told me recently that whatever you label a problem remains a problem. When we go into stores or supermarkets, we find items and there are price tags on them. If they put a thousand dollars on something or they put one dollar on something, it is the price you call that is on it that you will have to buy it. What price, what tag have you placed on your challenge that is making you feel overwhelmed? If you put place a price tag of just one dollar on that thing, that problem remains a one dollar problem. The moment you place a one thousand dollar tag on it, then it becomes overwhelmed for you. God is saying my covenant of peace is with you. O thou afflicted, verse 11, tossed and tempest and, co- and not comforted, behold, I will lay thy stones with fair colors, that's the promise of God, and lay your foundations with sapphire. I will bring back your glory. I will make your windows of our gates and your gates of carbon coats and all your borders of pleasant stones. If you place a $1 tag on it, then you will begin to unveil and unfold right before your very eyes the promises and the blessings that God has for you. He even says, and all your children shall be taught of the Lord and great shall be their peace. I know that there are people who are listening to this podcast. Your desire that your children should do in life. This is a promise over your children. God is the one that will teach them and direct them in the way that they should go. In righteousness, you will be established. You will be far from oppression. No one has a right to oppress you. No one has a right to make you feel less of yourself. For thou shalt not fear from the terror, for it shall not come near thee. Behold, they shall surely gather, but not by me. Whosoever shall gather against thee shall fall for your sake. I have created the smith that bloweth in the, the coals in the fire, and that bringeth forth an instrument for his work. And I have created the waster to destroy. Verse 17. No weapon formed against thee shall prosper. No challenge, no difficulty, no inferiority complex. No one is, has a right to make you feel less of yourself. No one has a right to make you feel embarrassed. No one has a right to disqualify you because God says no weapon formed against you shall prosper. No imagination of any person. No, 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 um, 
no no mindset from any person is making is, is meant to make you feel less of yourself the moment you allow anyone make you feel less of yourself you can't come in into this promises the bible says that every tongue shall that rise against you you, you in judgment thou shalt condemn you can condemn it you can reject it if someone speaks negativity to you you can reject it and say you know what that is not my portion that is not my label that is not my price tag the bible says this is the heritage of the servants of God and their righteousness is of me. This is your inheritance. This is a legacy that God has placed for, for over your life. But the devil will make you ignorant. The moment he can take your eyes away from God and magnify that problem and take advantage, advantage of your ignorance to magnify and exaggerate it, then you will walk in that light. But if you take your eyes off those things and you stay focused, you will just enter into God's inheritance. You will enter into your heritage. You will enter into a lineage of peace. You will enter into a covenant of peace with God. And that will be your portion. I don't know who has been blessed by this podcast, but this is what God is saying. Go and sing. If you are barren, if you are not, if you have not been able to break forth, break forth into singing. Let the Lord be your guide. Let the Lord be your focus. Let the Lord be your portion because that is the inheritance he has in store for you. Thank you for listening to this podcast. I, w- I hope you were able to get one or two things from it. Till I see you again in the next podcast, remain on top and go forth and break forth as the Lord has ordained. Bye-bye. And welcome to this podcast. This is Dr. Kenny Akins, the 3D woman. And the title of this podcast is Break Forth. This is a podcast of admonition to someone who feels discouraged, challenged, who is in despair someone who has tried all they can but it seems as if the answers aren't coming you are so much discouraged you are so much challenged you are blinded by the challenges and the things that is around you that you are wondering whether God is still interested in your case or whether there is hope or future for you this podcast is inspired by my one of my daily devotional and I'm going to be reading from the book of Isaiah chapter 54 very interesting metaphor that the scripture used to describe someone who has tried without any hope someone who has travailed, someone who has given their best and yet it seems as if life is getting tough by the day. So I'd like to read, but I'd like to read that Isaiah 54 from the NLT version. And I'd like to uh, explain what the scripture is saying there. The Bible says, Sing, O childless woman, you who have never given birth, Break into loud and joyful song, O Jerusalem. You who have never been in labor, 
for the desolate woman now has more children than the woman who lives with her husband, says the Lord. Now, before I go on reading that scripture, I would like to explain this first verse. This first verse is showing us typically of someone who has tried and tried and tried. It's as if the more you are trying to do things, the more you are sinking. And God is saying here in the scriptures, in his word, that whatever situation you think you are going through, he is still very much in the center of your life. He says, sing, O childless woman. You who have never given birth, break into loud and joyful song, O Jerusalem. You who have never been in labor, you are childless. You have no proof. I'm not saying physically childless. I'm saying you have no proof. You have no evidence of the things that you desire. You, you have tried and tried and nothing seems to be working. You have prayed and it looks as if nothing is still happening. The Bible says you are childless. You have nothing to show for it. But God is saying here that you should sing. You should break forth. You should come out of your pity party and enter into a newness of him. It says break into loud and joyful song. You who have never been in labor. Is it not a woman who is pregnant who is going to actually experience labor pangs? He says, now listen, for that woman who has taken her eyes of her pain and taken her eyes of her challenges and is gazed on God, he says, your story will be like that woman who is desolate, who now has more children than the woman who lives with her husband. Can you be, can you be that? God is saying that if you can take your eyes away for a moment from the things that you 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 count as as a major a major thing in your life, yes, those things that God knows about them. But the moment you start focusing on those your challenges and you are not looking up, your story will remain the same. But you can be like that woman who is not with husband, but she yet she has everything to show for it. And this, this podcast is addressing the fact that even when you think that all is lost, with God, you can still be restored. You can still find your identity like that woman who seems desolate, yet she has more. You are looking at your life and you are seeing people who you are wondering, these people, they don't have much, but they look happy. These people is not saying they have all the millions in their account, but yet they are they have they have this joy that comes from within. Look at what the scripture is saying here, Isaiah 54. It says, Enlarge verse 2, enlarge the place of your tent and let them stretch forth the curtains of thine habitations. Spear not, lengthen thy cuts and strengthen thy sticks, for you will break forth on the right hand and on the left, and your seed shall inherit the Gentiles and make the desolate cities to be inhabited. Fear not, for thou shalt not be ashamed, neither shalt thou be confounded, for thou shalt not be put to shame. You will forget the shame of your youth, and you will not remember the reproach of thy widowhood anymore. There are a lot of people out there, they are experiencing some form of widowhood. Even a widower, a man who has lost his wife, the Bible is saying here that he will take away your shame. 
and you can also be a woman you are in a, you are in your marriage but it looks as if nothing is working god says fear not you will not be ashamed now listen look at verse 5 it says for your maker is your husband the focus is on god the moment you take your eyes away from that thing that is like a pain and you look up God will come to your rescue because many of us have already idolized the things we desire. Yes, the scripture says that he will grant us the heart desires. You have taken your eyes away from God and you've idolized those things. My husband is not doing this. My wife is not doing this. My business is not working. My children are not this. Recently, I had a challenge and this thing more like put me in a corner. I was in a straight between two. I didn't know what to do. I was challenged. I was overwhelmed by some of these things. And you know what I did? I just took those things literally. I laid them on the altar and I looked up and I said, Lord, do you have any need? Do you have any desire? Do you have anything you want me to do for you? Because right now I can't even help myself. And if I cannot help myself, then I can go out out there and, and help others. If I can't help others, I can help you. Do you have any message you want to send me? I took my eyes off it. It was later, I mean a few days later, that the Lord opened my eyes to me to make me realize that the devil had exaggerated that situation. And that's what the devil does most times. The moment he can take your eyes away from your pain and the moment he can take your eyes away from God and make you focus on that thing, he will magnify that thing. The situation wasn't even as bad as I thought, but it had to take the Lord to open my eyes. And within two, three days, the situation was resolved. In fact, I was I was wowed. God is saying, I am your husband. Take your eyes away from that pain. Take your eyes away from that marriage. Take your eyes away from that business. Take your eyes away from that health issue. Take your eyes away from what is overwhelming you. Stay focused on me. He says, the Lord of hosts is his name. The Lord of hosts is his name. The only one of Israel, the God of the whole earth, shall he be called. For the Lord has called you as a woman forsaken and grieved in spirit, and a wife of youth, when you were refused, said the Lord. See, this God is so amazing. God does not, he doesn't call the qualify. He, call, he, he, he calls you and then he qualifies you. Do you hear that? Did you see that? He calls you and then he qualifies you. God is saying that he has called you as a woman forsaken. He has called you as a man forsaken. He has called you as a child forsaken. You are grieved in your spirit. You are down. You are at your low help. You are discouraged. You are out. You are, you are burnt out. You are, you, are, you are angry. You are sad. You are displeased. And God is still saying, come. He says, when you were refused, when men refused you, he said, come. When men rejected you, he said, come. When you got disappointed at your workplace, God said, come, I'm calling you. He said, for a small moment, that's verse 7, Isaiah 54, 7. For a small moment have I forsaken you, but with great mercies will I gather you. Most times I realize that when we, it looks as if we are alone, we are lonely, we are tired, we are by ourselves. If only we can look up in, in, unto God and stay focused on him, the level of love that we will get when we enter into that embrace is mind-blowing i don't know how to explain it the only thing i know is god's arms of love are continually open wide if men reject you and you run into those arms you will find safety verse 8 in a little wrath i hid myself from thee 
for a moment. But with everlasting kindness will I have mercy on you, said the Lord. The reason why you are thinking you are all by yourself and you are lonely right now is because you think God's, God has hidden his face from you. But God is saying with everlasting kindness I will draw you to myself. For this is as the waters of Noah unto me. For as I have sown that the waters of Noah shall no more go over the earth, so have I sown that I will not be wrought with you nor rebuke you. For the mountains shall depart, the hills shall be removed, but my kindness, my love will not depart from thee. Neither shall the covenant of my peace be removed, saith the Lord that hath mercy on you. There is a covenant of peace that you will enjoy in the midst of storm. If you don't run into that embrace, you can't find it. That covenant is in place. All you need to do is just to go in there and take it. The Lord told me recently that whatever you label a problem remains a problem. When we go into stores or supermarkets, we find items and there are price tags on them. If they put a thousand dollars on something or they put one dollar on something, it is the price you call that is on it that you will have to buy it. What price, what tag have you placed on your challenge that is making you feel overwhelmed? If you put place a price tag of just one dollar on that thing, that problem remains a one dollar problem. The moment you place a one thousand dollar tag on it, then it becomes overwhelming for you. God is saying my covenant of peace is with you. O thou afflicted, verse 11, tossed and tempest and, co- and not comforted, behold, I will lay thy stones with fair colors, that's the promise of God, and lay your foundations with sapphire. I will bring back your glory. I will make your windows of our gates and your gates of carbuncles and all your borders of pleasant stones. If you place a $1 tag on it, then you will begin to unveil and unfold right before your very eyes the promises and the blessings that God has for you. He even says, and all your children shall be taught of the Lord and great shall be their peace. I know that there are people who are listening to this podcast. Your desire that your children should do in life. This is a promise over your children. God is the one that will teach them and direct them in the way that they should go. In righteousness, you will be established. You will be far from oppression. No one has a right to oppress you. No one has a right to make you feel less of yourself. For thou shalt not fear from the terror, for it shall not come near thee. Behold, they shall surely gather, but not by me. Whosoever shall gather against thee shall fall for your sake. I have created the smith that bloweth in the, the coals in the fire, and that bringeth forth an instrument for his work. And I have created the waster to destroy. Verse 17. No weapon formed against thee shall prosper. No challenge, no difficulty, no inferiority complex. No one is, has a right to make you feel less of yourself. No one has a right to make you feel embarrassed. No one has a right to disqualify you because God says no weapon formed against you shall prosper. No imagination of any person. No, 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 um, no, no mindset from any person is making is, is meant to make you feel less of yourself. The moment you allow anyone make you feel less of yourself, you can't come in into these promises. The Bible says that every tongue shall that rise against you, you in judgment, thou shalt condemn. You can condemn it. You can reject it. If someone speaks negativity to you, you can reject it and say, you know what? That is not my portion. That is not my label. That is not my price tag. The Bible says this is the heritage of the servants of God and their righteousness is of me. This is your inheritance. This is a legacy that God has placed over your life. But the devil will make you ignorant. 
the moment you can take your eyes away from God and magnify that problem and take advantage of your ignorance to magnify and exaggerate it, then you will walk in that light. But if you take your eyes off those things and you stay focused, you will just enter into God's inheritance. You will enter into your heritage. You will enter into a lineage of peace. You will enter into a covenant of peace with God. And that will be your portion. I don't know who has been blessed by this podcast, but this is what God is saying. Go and sing. If you are barren, if you are not, if you have not been able to break forth, break forth into singing. Let the Lord be your guide. Let the Lord be your focus. Let the Lord be your portion because that is the inheritance he has in store for you. Thank you for listening to this podcast. I, I hope you were able to get one or two things from it. Till I see you again in the next podcast, remain on top and go forth and break forth as the Lord has ordained. Bye-bye. Thank you.